0: And welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. This is a show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. It's no set schedule. It's just whenever I finish a, uh, a book, book, I uh, do a review and stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Juliana, you're, uh, you're laughing at me. What's you're the...
1: hilarious. Why? What's up? Why are, you, why are you pronouncing books so weird?
0: Because uh, this is not a book. This is not a, a movie. This is nothing. This is not a, That is not anything. What do you
1: mean it's nothing? Well,
0: it's not nothing. It's not anything that you can categorize as a thing but it is science fiction slash fantasy audio Fiction, kind of fiction, uh, because uh, I'm going to be talking about today about a role-playing game podcast. What uh,
1: about this is not fiction?
0: Well, it is fiction, but it's not <laughs> a book. but it's not, it's not written. That's what I'm trying to say. It, well, okay. it is written, but it's written collaboratively. So anyway, let me just back up a bit. So a few years ago, I actually just looked this up online and have forgotten it, so I'll, now we'll look it up online again. Um, back in 2017, I did a review of a podcast called The Adventure Zone. And the right. Adventure Zone is a group of uh, guys, four, four family members, who hang out um, and they play role playing games together. Kind of
1: what we started. Uh, I,
0: well, we started, but the thing time. is, this has been done lots of times. <laughs> this has been done lots, lots of times before. Okay. Over the years, I've listened to many different podcasts where people play Dungeons and Dragons together. Okay. Um, the first one I listened to, where I was like, "Oh, this is a thing." Was the um, uh, was the Penny Arcade. Um, thing I remember like,
1: these guys yeah, so, we watched the... yeah we watched
0: a YouTube channel a YouTube yeah. show with them about cartooning it was Anyway, was fun but the three of them or like or was it two of them anyway there was like four or five of them who got together played D&D yeah. and, uh, and recorded, it trying, uh, recorded it and they are professional funny people their job is to be professional <laughs> funny people and I'm like yay that's good and then I listened to a few other people who are like oh uh you know you're also doing a dnd and i was like oh not professional funny person and right. then some others i was like oh these guys are like professional podcasters and they do a good ah. job and then you listen to some others and like ah right so this is the, and this is always the issue it's people who are like who just want to do D and they're playing D but they're not uh playing for an audience or like you're you're doing it to entertain yourselves yeah. And there's, this happens as well when I'm watching uh, video games, streams and things like that and YouTube videos. okay there's some there's some games which I think are amazing for playing yourself. Terrible for watching people stream because there's like the story is only in your also, head.
1: So that it's not only down to the person that streams. Oh no, it's but in also, the game design. That's ah, the thing. It's in the
0: game design. Some
1: are more more uh, eligible Like for... PUBG,
0: I love playing PUBG, and I like play, watching videos of people play PUBG. Yeah. But PUBG competitive PUBG, where they're like, oh right, let's get like the best 100 players and put them all in a room, and they're going to play PUBG together, and we're going to see who's best. PUBG isn't a game about who's best it's a game about experiencing it and and the story kind of comes like the story of the game your gameplay experience comes through staying with one person right either they die straight away or they play 35 so minutes and win more the game about
1: the, the focus yeah. on the team well it's so not even the
0: team it's sort of like the, the, the person, journey through it's
1: a journey it's not a competitive hey who's Best. Who's
0: best? Well, no, it can be that. But the point is, when you watch competitive PUBG, you spend a little time over here and they're like, oh, there's a battle going on over there. So they switch across that yeah. part of the map. But you see a little bit over there and you're like, oh, no, and there's someone over here. So yeah, they yeah, switch yeah. back there and they're over there. And they switch back... So what's and this and it's other
1: n- game? Well, no, that's that huge for, like... Oh, Counter-Strike.
0: Now, Counter-Strike no, is... No, no, but oh,
1: there's what? another one. Um... Uh-huh where they have the teams and then they go together and then they battle. You're
0: literally describing most Are- computer <laughs> games there. There's teams and they yeah, go together know, and they battle. Oh no, yeah, yeah, but that's the thing, Like a good game which is for viewing, what, seeing what's happening, yeah. is the MOBA games, that's what we're talking about before. The, the massive on- online
1: player. Battle
0: arena, I think.
1: Oh, whatever. It's there, a battle arena, so
0: the point is you can have an overview and the game is played from the point of view of an overview. So yeah. if your overview, so if you're watching the stream, you're getting the overview of everything, Yes, that's actually really good. Yeah, it's like watching a tennis match from both sides. You know, you can see both opponent,
1: opponent. It's not first
0: person. Yeah. But here's the thing: teams,
1: and then you see them like.
0: Counter Strike okay, is the best esport, first person esport game, because it doesn't matter that you're switching around because it's so fast paced anyway, and the get like one round is over really quickly, like within a minute and ah. a half, everything stops and then they reset, and okay. then it's like it's like in tennis, then it's like another game, and then another game, and then you have to win like, I don't know, fifteen games right. out of thirty, and the whole thing lasts about an hour and a half. So it's like a contained match. Okay. But in PUBG, if the team that you're really into gets knocked out in the first minute, that's it. You're just waiting. You're just waiting for another 35, 40 minutes <laughs> until your team Starts playing again. It's an awful game. Whereas if you're seeing someone streaming PUBG, like you play anyway. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that if you're playing a game, I'm talking about computer games because it's easy to kind of do that. But if you're playing a a role-playing game, you can also have the same experience. A game which is really good fun for you and one other player, and you're kind of exploring it, and there's maybe a reveal. But like, if everybody else has played the game already and they already know the reveal, it's not you know, it's not set up for being a good spectator experience some games have a fantastic spectator experience but like to play them maybe not as good or maybe to you know to share that experience so
1: in comparison like I don't know how this uh, how's this board game called where you kick out people and then you have to collect all your uh, little play figures in the house
0: like literally every board Uh, game you kick people out and you oh Monopoly yeah Monopoly no no
1: not Monopoly that's that's, you are one thing and you don't collect all your teams in German it's called Mensch ärger dich nicht so you have like four Four different colors, and then you start off here. Oh, Ludo, and then...
0: yeah, yeah, we call it Ludo yes. in English, yeah. So this
1: is like no one would put this as a podcast and play it on no, no, so a they, stream I, right? it's I like... don't want to
0: get too much <laughs> into this but what I'm saying is that the experience of listening to people play a role-playing game is yeah. very very different from playing a role-playing game now we put out a few episodes of our role-playing game which mm-hmm. I'd actually want to get back to In we some did, way. Yeah, I, we think, should. I think yeah. what I want to do is actually start over maybe with the same characters but like 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 have a new thing but <laughs> I always want you to create something new and things like that yeah. which is you know it was a, a storyteller experiment and was, an intro, a gameplay experience. It was a
1: way of me to experience this for the first time. Yeah, it was, it was a
0: good first-time experience for both of us. Me DMing, uh, like GMing game, DMing? Dungeon, Dungeon Mastering? Master. Or Game Mastering? GMing? Depending on if it's... I think if it's Dungeons & Dragons, you say DM, and any other game, it's GM, because then you're Game master. Right um so when you actually have that experience our experience is fun and people i mean we got some feedback people said they enjoyed listening to it nobody was like hey when's the next episode no. coming out you've <laughs> not done one for ages I mean, it wasn't at that level of popularity or interest from the listeners but it was fun for us to experience that anyway yeah. what i'm saying is that once i found this adventure zone podcast i realized ah this is These are people who get it from... They're they're professional funny people.
1: Okay. Um,
0: They're family members. They know each other really well. Yeah. Uh, They've got a good sensibility about them. And they have a really good, like, sense of what story is like or what the story is going to be. Okay. So uh, So so, it's four people. Yeah, four people. Plus... No, no, no. no. Three people, three player characters. Three players
1: and one person. And then one
0: person who's doing doing it. All right. Okay. And... um, and, and they and they have an, an, another podcast but it was one of those things, you know when we watched that thing yesterday and it was like this person on a video and we're like oh that's great and then it's sort of like oh here was the guy who did the directing of this oh, and yeah. like and this happens to me all the time where I'm watching something and then I'll be like hmm do I recognise, what do I recognise and then it will be revealed that that person is I'm also already a fan of that person from from this, a different background from and this, a different show, from this other thing and I mentioned this right. to you as well when I first started listening to that podcast where someone said oh you should check out the adventure zone it's really good and i started listening i was like oh i recognize this voice i watched this guy play games on youtube <laughs> you know like it's somebody okay. who i already knew i hadn't yeah. listened to a podcast of his um, and then uh, a few
1: more new people
0: no and his and his brothers and they, they have a podcast yeah 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 for me it was like oh some people i don't know oh i did recognize like because again when he played computer games what some of them he did with yeah. his brothers so i recognize some stuff going and on they there.
1: are in america
0: yeah three three brothers and their father Play, oh, right. play, uh, <laughs> play games. Play this game together. So, okay. let me just go through over. So, the first done. I actually did a podcast about this back in two thousand and seventeen. Which episode is that? Um, I just had it here. Episode three hundred and forty-one back in two thousand and seventeen. I talked about this, like this first, the the first arc that they did, the first complete story. Yeah. And that was um, uh, sixty-nine episodes long, with a total length of eighty-two hours of audio about right. it. So, how long
1: is each episode then? Okay, an hour. An hour. An hour. A
0: later like at the season finales or the section finales yeah maybe 2 yeah. hours or whatever but generally you get about an hour hour and a half or whatever and they go on an adventure an adventure zone was very much like hey we're starting off we got this campaign we got D&D Dungeons yeah. and Dragons yeah. and there's this campaign let's play the campaign and then from there they're like oh okay now we understand it now we're not going to have this written campaign now we're going to do Another campaign, like yeah. uh, like one that Griffin, who is the main uh, GM, he kind of came up with an idea yeah. of like, hey, let's do a train mystery. So you go down the carriages of the train and you meet different people and you know solve uh. a mystery. And then the next kind of chapter, he's like, all oh, right, we've done that. Now let's do um, the Fast and the Furious slash Fury Road. So we're gonna have a big race and everyone's on cars and you've got to battle yeah. between different cars and fight during uh, cars.
1: He's inventing these. Yeah, yeah, he
0: comes kind of comes up with a story like a genre of yeah. what it is. And then it's sort of like, hey, we're going to go into this western, and then everyone dies. And you're like, mm, that's weird. And the next episode is like, you're back at the start. And they did a the time looping. We talked about this on the last yeah. episode. There was a Groundhog Day. They have twenty five or an hours or an hour and twenty minutes or whatever it is about the length of an episode. Yeah. They have about that time to enter the level again yeah. and go to a different place, meet some different people, and they actually experienced Groundhog Day time looping. Apparently, that was really complicated to keep track oh, of everything. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, and then they did another one where they go into a castle. You know, like they like the different genres of storytelling that you could do each like extra chapter there was like six or seven chapters and then they had a big finale where you know the end of the world is at stake and all the big (laughs) reveals happen and stuff like that but a really fun story experience and it's so the
1: the over arc there is a there is a There is an arc, but it it thing: There there
0: wasn't originally an arc, but then once you already have these established characters, then they're like, well, how do you make it interesting for these characters to grow if they're already established characters? And in that one, what they did um, was that they realised over time that all of their memories had been wiped at some point, and they had to work out where they came from, and then there was a group of characters that came around with them who were like, okay, something happened, and we don't have our memories, and we keep being sent on these quests, but we don't know why we're being sent on these quests... Or like if the people sending those quests are they the good guys or are they the bad guys? So there was lots of con- space conspiracy things um, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and it came together really well. And I like this quote that I just found here on the Adventure Zone wiki, which is one of those fan <laughs> wiki uh, <Wikia laughs> things as well. Right. It says um, the sto- this was the story of four idiots that played D and D so hard that they made themselves cry. And it was one of those things. Aww. You know when I was talking to you about the uh, about the um, when we did the uh, episode the, the episode where we wrapped up the Marvel Cinematic Universe universe. Yeah. And you were like, oh, next time when something like this happens i'll you know i'll have a good experience in the theater and i'll save it and i was like there isn't going to be a next time because this is something which is like you know it 21 one? Mi- this is like 10 years worth of experience with 21 movies and stuff yeah. and you've got to be following along to get the full impact of what yeah. happens like the if you if i just listen to an audiobook which is an 82 hour audiobook which is actually very long but say it was a 50 hour audiobook i'm going to be spending a lot of time with it at the end of it if the characters die i'm not like don't have tears in my eyes because i've spent 50 hours with these people. Yes over the course of maybe a week of listening to the audiobook or two weeks of listening to the audiobook. But if you spend, what's this? They started in 2014 and went until 2017. So if you're spending like two and a half, three years with these characters and then they die or they win or yeah. they whatever you, you know like that yeah you get really emotionally attached to yeah. them and yeah. that when they win the day and everything happens you're like wow that's two and a half years of my life and I guess that's what people get when they're watching the, the finale of games of thrones but i don't yeah. i don't watch tv yeah. but this long running podcast kind of series can have that effect on you you're like wow i've spent yeah. i've spent two years of my life following it's along with characters it's a bit like when
1: characters. i watch like gilmore girls yeah of course and then you you the you, season like, finale you, you ex- you're going to you have yeah. like you, you experience their lives with them um, impossible not get... to
0: tear up about it
1: no you what? get really angry at the end oh, yeah, no, because I remember the that end was is so shit
0: oh, yeah i remember that
1: uh... i remember that yeah <laughs> but
0: that was that was the years later and that was when the yeah, netflix yeah, went back was... and did an extra <laughs> yes. extra I was season i of...
1: so angry uh, but, but yes, um... yes, you
0: can. You have an emotional connection. Anyway, yeah. so that was Balance Arc general standard Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And because it's Dungeons and Dragons, and they live in this fantasy world, every time they were like, "Hey, let's do a new, let's have a new section, like a new six or seven episodes, like mini, like chapter, if you yeah. want to say like that." And they could go off in a different direction and say, "The chapter of this is they're going to be in space, and now they're going to be in Western world, and now they're going to be on a train, and now they're going to be in a castle, and now they're going to be in a dungeon, like a typical dungeon, yeah. and they're going to fight this kind of thing and that kind of thing." So they they were like, once they finished that, they did a few little experimental things of like trying it out. Other ones of them were doing the DMing, you know, they swapped around characters in a totally different world and tried out new game systems, not just Dungeons and Dragons, but another role-playing system. And the one that they settled on was called... Well, the system was called Monster of the Week, and then they did the Adventure Zone Amnesty, which, let me just do some steps, 36 episodes, so a bit shorter, but but still 58 hours of audio in total. So, shorter amount of time, um, a little bit more compressed in some ways, but still a big chunk of audio fiction.
1: Yeah, does does that Amnesty mean something?
0: Amnesty, yeah. yeah. Like so if you declare someone, if you declare an amnesty, they have these things in like different cities and things where, well, like
1: that. I know the word. Yeah. But, yeah,
0: but here's in the thing this context- amnesty is letting someone off without giving without punishing them. Right. so it's sort of like hey you've got knives you got an illegal knife come to a police station or come to a place drop off your illegal knife no questions good. asked it's sort of like oh yeah I ended up with an illegal knife but how do you get rid of an illegal knife so they'll, oft- they'll often do like a gun amnesty or right. a-, a-, a knife yeah. amnesty or yeah. a drugs amnesty it's sort of like if you've got anything illegal that you shouldn't have within come along within this
1: period of time in this is, week
0: yeah. we'll just let you off because it, we don't want to we'd rather these but things but you have to as- come in this week if you come yeah.
1: next week nah. so
0: amnesty is set around <laughs> this amnesty lodge where people who have been excluded from a uh from a magical another magical realm, like a Narnia like magical realm, and they're coming over to our current world, yeah. they can stay in Amnesty Lodge. It's like, yeah, ah. we know you did something bad, but okay. we're not gonna punish you. Yeah. Uh, but you we're not gonna let you be persecuted in our current world. Stay in Amnesty Lodge. Yeah. Again, that's the that's the basic monster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, uh, I looked it up here. So there's, an, there's a system called Apocalypse World. It's like another D&D, not style, well, not style. It's difficult to say. It's, it's a role-playing system where you roll dice, like tabletop role-playing system. Yeah. And it has lots and lots of different flavours of it. Um, powered it... by the Apocalypse. Oh, no, Powered by the Apocalypse is the... And does it
1: have, like, a book with rules and, like, stories? Yeah, so you, get, you and... get a
0: book with rules. Okay. And then one is called Monster of the Week, an action horror role-playing game about a group of monster hunters... Uh, written by Michael Sands, that's not important. Statistics are charm, cool, sharp, tough, and weird. So, you know when we're playing D&D, yeah. you've got like, uh, how good is your strength? How yes. good is your speed? How yeah. good is your uh, armor and stuff like that? Yeah. There you get, like, you get how charming you are, how cool you are, how sharp you are, in other words, how clever. Yeah. How tough and how weird you are. And weird is like magical. So if you're weird, it's sort of like, you know, <laughs> yeah. psychic stuff and things like okay. that. And then your default class and, classes, instead of having like, uh, you know, uh, Bard and, you know, fighter and, yeah. and or wizard. racer, wizard, yeah. well yeah, that kind of stuff. It's the chosen, the expert, the flake, the initiate, the monstrous, the mundane, the professional, the divine, the spooky, and the wronged. So, in other words, these are your like character archetypes that yeah. you can come into the story. And you
1: with. at the beginning, and then yeah.
0: So, like the chosen is it, it's and like they Buffy. Have different, yeah, yes, and they have
1: different yeah, different uh, abilities and yeah. things like
0: that. You get the team together, yeah. And monster of the week is always these. It's like a, the TV show Monster of the Week is like a Buffy that they come in and they're sort of like they yeah they have the interpersonal drama like this person falls yeah. in love with that person this one and then at the end they defeat a monster and then they move on like yeah. Star Trek like yes. the early Star Trek was like that they go down to a planet they fight a monster and they move on so in each monster that we get so the idea that they had with this is like they're going to set up a world which is this place called Kepler um, in uh, in I think North Carolina or wherever it is they're, right. they're from North Carolina so they're right. like it, it, you know out, out in deepest darkest appalachia like up in the mountains and things like that okay the, and the idea with kepler being that there's a big radio telescope there and because there's a big radio telescope they're not allowed to use mobile phones and other radio stuff so it kind ah. of restricts down like oh well just looks you know yeah. so it kind of takes that apart but it really is set in the real world okay and stuff happens and there is like a there is like a parallel uh, planet there is another realm over there like you say a bit like Narnia there's a gate where you come through and monsters come through in one direction they go back through the other one yeah. and it's all about like monsters every month a monster comes through this gate yeah. and, uh, and we've, got to, we've got to find the monster kill the monster defeat the monster and then get to the bottom of like why a monster's coming through and what's going on yeah. and they go across to Sylvain which is a great like magical realm name so they go across to Sylvain and discover what's going over there and uh, yeah, and that, that's kind of the setups. So they get the group, the, the three three monster hunters, okay, known as the Pine Guards because it's all pine forest, and they're the Pine Guard, and it's yeah. a really good, really good setup. And uh, yeah, and so what I experienced after uh, over the last year and a half or two years, whatever it is, yeah, about two years, is these guys developing a story. Yes. And w- unfortunately, I didn't find in this case I didn't find the week by week action as interesting. The storytelling action was interesting, but in this case, and this is the review part of it. That's all the setup. But the review part of it is that the storytelling system is great for stories, but not actually good for as fun role playing as a run run, role playing system and adventurous because. In D and D, there's just so much going on that at any point you're like, "All right, someone pops up. What do you do?" And you like everyone immediately pulls their swords out, and the magician, <laughs> uh, the, wi- the wizard stands back or and starts. do you poke the tree. Yeah, like yeah. oh yeah, don't poke the tree. There's a <laughs> crocodile. What's going to happen? Someone dies to the crocodile. Like every every time because D&D is mostly built around combat so it's all like every all the mechanics are like combat like you look this is the whole thing about D&D people say it's a big criticism of D&D is that you've got this entire massive sheet like four pages of sheets and you say okay cross out everything which you uh, like, or yeah, cross if, if a fight is happening, you can use a lot of the sheet. But if the fight's not happening, cross out everything that you can use or like you that you don't use. Yeah. Is, like, cross out everything that you'd use fighting yeah. and fighting magic and battle magic and stuff like that. What's left? And in the end, you go, Well, I've got some rope. <laughs> and uh, I've got some coins, and I've got a cloak, I guess. And that's, that's what you're left with, and you're like, oh, what's, and what do you want to do? It's sort of like, yes, yeah, so I want to get revenge, and I want to save this person. It's like, yeah, but revenge and that is fighting. What do you have to do? And they're like, mm, well, I want honor, I guess, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, but here's the thing. With D&D, each one of those spells that you have, or each one of those attacks you can do, and each, like, interaction you can do with the, with the different people around you becomes something, like, it becomes an option. Like, it's something to do. And in this, a lot of the time, like the way that it's built up is sort of like, oh yeah, I want to use my charm for something. But it's like, yeah, but charm doesn't work when you're coming up against a monster. And... When oh. the, and when the characters um. that they had, the three characters that they had, were interacting with each, within each other, there was never a moment in 58 hours worth of anything where two of the characters had a conflict between the two of them. The two player characters they ever had a conflict between the two characters. Mm. And then they resolved, or maybe once or twice, but it was like, I was really amazed that how there was different characters and they didn't use the game system to work out what they all wanted to do next. They used storytelling to work out what they wanted to do next. Does that make sense? Like, hmm. what? what is possible to happen next? Oh, did, nee- we tell,
1: did you tell the people that I didn't listen to this? Oh,
0: yes. Yeah, it's pretty obvious that you don't know what's going on here. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that as a storytelling experience, it was good. This was a really good story.
1: So I, I try always, like, because I haven't listened to it, yeah. so I try to find analogues mm. in my head. So do you know uh, in Germany there's a big audio play mm. since the 1970s or 80s yeah. going on, it's the uh, drei Fragezeichen. Yeah, the, so three, question the marks. three question marks. So it's based on, you know, Hitchcock kind of yeah. inspired things. So yeah. there are these the solving three guys yeah. and they always uh, solve mysteries and yeah. stuff like that. So it's a bit like this. Because it's like a written story, and they just yeah. But read just their imagine that if each
0: one of the stories, each monster that comes through, you don't even know what kind of monster it is. It's kind of worked out by what you discover along the way, yeah. And where the final battle d- so takes place. it's more place. An interactive things. It's in inter- the thing is this was a very good interactive storytelling where one person was controlling most of the story yeah. with input from three other players.
1: So it's a bit like what we've currently played, Dream Daddy Dating. Yes, then. exactly. It's a bit more like that. Yeah, Dream but Daddy you, Dating
0: you, is like we're just going through like most of story
1: sometimes we decide
0: well sometimes we decide something and we'll probably when we get to the end of that we'll probably decide who which which He's of the going dream, to be our dream daddies daddy. <laughs> which of the dream daddies if you don't know this, I'm not gonna explain this game, but Google Dream Daddy's dating it's a dating simulator where you're a gay dad and you date seven other gay dads and then I I guess at the end you're gonna decide which gay dad you're, you're gonna shack up yet. with. I'm guessing that's the, yeah, the thing. Yeah, but it's I, not
1: like an, an interactive game is like you you move the characters no, around but here's so the thing. So like, like you stick through and sometimes make decisions. Okay,
0: put it this way we're talking about a recipe. Yeah. Like you can either just follow the, the recipe yeah. or I can give you things to make something creative with. Okay. Like, like, and if I give you not very many recipes, it, like, if I give you not very many ingredients, yeah. and you're an amazing chef, you can make a good meal. Yes. And these guys are made, made a good story. Yeah. Not an amazing story, but a good story, and they made good characters, but it felt like, as I was listening, very little of that was down to the game creating that system for them. It was in a bit, but I kept on wondering, like there were these times when there was interpersonal drama between them, and I was like, resolve it with the game, but they didn't, they resolved it with improv, and they Uh, resolved it with acting, and they resolved it with storytelling, which is great for storytelling, but the reason why I enjoy listening to Dungeons & Dragons podcast and the, the previous one I really enjoyed was because in any situation, someone was like, I, I bring out the, 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 the was it, the flaming acid sword of death or whatever it was, yeah. and it's sort of like, yeah, that's fun, and we're waiting for something to come along which is big enough that he's going to bring out the flaming raging acid sword of doom. or I can't even remember <laughs> what it is, but that kind of thing creates an opportunity for complexity and yeah. problem-solving in a way which is sort of like, am i clever roll a dice to see if you're clever which again it can be fine but this felt much more about people being um storytelling and improvising a story
1: okay which
0: is again it's all good nothing wrong with that but that's not what i wanted from this kind of because you already got something else no it's because it doesn't it doesn't create as a as rich of a story yeah. They're like, actually, oh, there's too many rules in D&D, and because there's too many rules and too many options, we're, every time that it, like, we get into something, and it turns out, oh, we're not using those options because we're storytellers, so we're actually just telling a story. But each one of those options becomes something that could happen.
1: Right. So, but w- the way that you're describing it, so they, um, they switch the playing system yes. because they enjoy doing more
0: stories Storytelling. story-telling
1: um but as a as an entertainment Team? unit show yeah it it doesn't bring the same kind of entertainment and sh- it's a different kind of direction yeah like but ex- they enjoyed more
0: but here's the thing they have the system is that you roll two dice yeah and there is no hard failure and hard success like oh, it, so
1: because it's can you it can't be the zero or like
0: well no it can be zero it. let me explain though so <laughs> if you get 10 and above or if yeah. you get like 10 or 11 like you roll two dice yeah. you're, not, you're gonna like however I don't know the percentages but you, you can just succeed and you do what you want you say oh I want to run down here and escape and they're yeah. like okay you escape but if you get under 10 you get what's called a mixed success yeah. which means that oh you succeed but something bad happens to you or something else happens like yeah. that and then you can have a hard failure where you don't do what you want and other stuff okay. but weirdly enough that, um, that mixed success actually makes muddy storytelling Right, because at any point you can get what you want. There's but not enough if, risk. There's there's going to be something inconvenient, and it felt like so many times when, they, like in D and D, if there's a failure, like what, the thing is, if you in a battle in D and D, you roll a success, and then you roll how successful you were, yeah. like how much damage you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, But you're not going to get damage in return or whatever, and it get and it moves you one step forward to your goal any success will move you one step forward to your goal. Yeah. Whereas in this system, this monster of the week system, or this powered by the apocalypse system, like the overall system says, if you succeed, you succeed. And I'm like, oh, actually what I really like about d is that it might take a group of four people three turns each to, to defeat this, someone. Yeah. And each one of those rounds of success or failure, like, oh, I roll it, oh, my, I don't hit it, the, the armour was too high. But my next guy,
1: my next The next you person, remember? and
0: you're passing on this stuff. And in this game, it was always like, do I succeed? Yes, you do, but you get hurt. Or yes, you succeed, great. And right. it would then it would be like, and then we move on to the next thing. And I was like, ah, actually staying within the drama, staying within the difficulty, staying within the risk for a bit longer, yeah. creates... Like, it feels like, oh, it's just all about combat or anything like that. But the point is, if it is about combat or if it is about solving problems, staying within that problem space a bit longer and having a hard cut-off, like, no, you fail, you fall off the cliff. Yeah. You know, that that kind of Uh drama and tension within storytelling is... It's kind of what I'm there for if I'm listening to a D and D podcast or a role playing podcast. Yeah.
1: You kind of don't want a movie where where the where the, the main character always gets through but a little bit hurt but then continues, gets hurt a little bit more, but it still moves on and then but you, you do want like them I don't know, like being beaten up. Well, like it's like a little bit like, like a Jackie it, Chan movie. Yeah, but you, I don't like,
0: want it. To, I don't want to. I don't want to compare it. This is the thing. That's why I wanted to compare it to the previous one because I, yeah, can't, I can't compare I can't it to move yeah, it. Yeah, but that's the thing like in a game, like it used to be that you would play Mario, you die three times, the game's finished, you got to start at yeah, level y- one y- one yeah. again, like world one level one again. And now, of course, they've got the save points and yeah. checkpoints and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. and it doesn't feel. I don't know. To bring it back, though, the story... Let's bring it back to the story of this. Because I've talked about like the mechanics and how yeah. it influenced it and how it yeah. kind of made it a bit unsatisfying. So
1: it's three monster hunter guys. Yeah,
0: three monsters. You've got a, a magic girl. You've got a, an older guy who is... Three in the monsters.
1: T- I thought they no. were hunters. Yeah, they're monster hunting. hunters. Yeah, I
0: said... I said that you get different monsters and stuff like that. And then you said the three hunters. There's not three hunters, there's like five monsters or whatever. No, the no, time. no,
1: let me. Oh, okay. Let me get this straight in my head. I need to understand this. You interrupted so me that... before
0: I got to the end of the sentence. Okay, <gasps> okay let's do okay. It this way.
1: Okay, the three, three people, people play three characters. Three characters. And they are the monster hunters.
0: They're the monster hunters. Okay. There's other monster hunters or other people who know there's monsters. Right.
1: But the three people playing the game and on the podcast. And
0: they're in our world. They're yeah. in our world. Yeah. Which means that like when they 're humans they're humans, and when there's monsters around, they also have to work out, oh, other people in the town like get hurt, and we've got, but they're still monsters, and we 've got to cover that up there's like different park rangers who come along and go what are you doing they're like mm, nothing like yeah. that there's policemen <laughs> and they have to work with the local sheriff's department and it's weird it, and the thing is that I mean, was, she's very much like buffy like you, yeah that's what i'm saying like,
1: kind of like, i mean most oh, yeah, of the week is, not- is
0: based on buffy oh that's what they said i don't know buffy enough but like when you're in the real world that becomes a big part of it yeah which made the storytelling really interesting for me yeah. A lot of the time, and I wanted it to be more about that. And then they would go across into Sylvain, the magical world, and then all of that would disappear. Yeah. And as they went through, it came to what I thought was the finale of the entire. Of the entire arc, like yeah. four or five chapters in, and yeah. it's sort of like, oh, it's building up to something. And the finale, which I thought was gonna, which again I thought was gonna be finale, was all of the different townspeople and all the different factions all came together, and they had the motorbike motorbike gang there, the police there, the sheriff's department there, the townspeople with all their pitchforks there, the monster hunters. You know <laughs> what I course. mean? Like that scene where like all of the different people come together to yeah. so the top of the mountain, or I think it was to sort of the Kepler telescope, or wherever because they came Because if everybody
1: to, comes, they can fight off all the monsters.
0: And then what they did was, then they were like, ah, and that's it. And now, pause, next next chapter. I was like, what do you mean next chapter? This is where it all wraps up. And they're like, and now they go through the gate over to Sylvain and now we have a magical adventure over there which turns into like magical sci-fi adventure stuff.
1: And so it was building up uh, a tension arc.
0: Which was, it, which was a real world tension arc. And it was a arc.
1: really good ending point. Yeah. And then it turns out they moved on and then it kind of like, it, yeah. it diminishes... The, the drama. The tension because
0: what I really liked about it was hey, all these guys are hanging out in a in a in a small town and they're saving a small town. Yeah. And then in the last chapter they're like they're not saving a small town. It's actually the fate of the world is at stake. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then so they're gonna go through this portal and save the world. And I was like, ah, but what I really liked about it was there was these three characters plus a lot of like an extended like another four or five characters in the team yeah. at Amnesty Lodge and these other places where yeah. they are. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's where it's like this is what the action is, this is what the tension is. Yeah. They're gonna win around everyone, they're gonna reveal to everyone they're like, Oh, you thought we were the bad guys. It turns out monsters are coming through the gate everyone. We're
1: saving you guys. And we're saving you guys, <laughs> but let's all
0: get together and all together we're gonna defeat that. Now there was a nod to that, like in that final section. They are like yeah, The whole town's gonna get together, but really, these three characters, plus a few other characters, go through the gate into Sylvain and go and save the world over there with magic and good thinking and you know fantasy sci fi adventures. Okay, which, if that is what I wanted from this, but I'd had, I'd had like you know. Twenty-five episodes of them going around on motorbikes in a town, and you know, going up and down funiculars and cable cars, and I'm like, oh yeah, cable car adventures, and that's kind of what I was. That's what I was into. <laughs> cable car and this person, this person, like Bigfoot exists because you know the monsters that come through, they're like, oh, it's Bigfoot, and actually and it is Bigfoot. Again. And and then they, uh, they you know, they're shape changing Bigfoots, and you have a goat which looks exactly like Ryan Reynolds in when he puts a bracelet on and stuff like that. You know, these all these cool things of like, oh, these these monsters. Have have secret identities as humans and they're passing in the real world as (coughs) as humans.
1: Like in men in black oh yeah.
0: Yeah yeah like that kind of Michael
1: Jackson didn't die.
0: What's that? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you (laughs) think Michael Jackson yeah, all of those kind of things. And all of that was the stuff that I was enjoying. And and some of the characters have gone over to Sylvain throughout the course of this, but it was always like, oh, that's like a secondary place over there. That's like okay. the source of monsters. Right. And if you want to learn about magic, this, you can go over there. But this
1: wasn't what this story was about. No,
0: it was about that. Yes, it, it was it, about the connection between the two yes, places. But it, but it wasn't I was...
1: particularly about... Um, yeah,
0: what I thought I was getting <laughs> in that second to last chapter, where they all meet together at the telescope, I was like, yeah, this is it, this is all, it's all coming to a head, and yeah. they're like, actually, the important stuff's happening over here, and i was like, nah. you know. It's so, like, how
1: many episodes were Billen playing in over there then, after that telescope?
0: Oh, oh I don't thing. know. I guess I get look at the. uh uh, what do you have here? Um, the finale was, what, one, two... Yeah, oh, like six episodes. Finale. Yeah, But that was the thing. I thought the hunt for countenance was the end of it, like the end of chapter four, and yeah. it was all coming to a head. With apocalyptic calamity moving over Kepler, the Pine Guard make their final preparations and march to battle against a stationary, reality-twisting foe. You know, that's what I thought it was. And then I was like, actually, that was just another monster. Now let's go over here. And there was a break, and, you know, some characters that you like died, and they had to kind of work out what was happening with these characters who were integral to the pot- plot and things. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of this comes from the fact that the story isn't actually worked out in advance. Yeah. It is actually people improvising a story. And the the previous one where they're like every single episode is a chapter and it gets bigger and bigger and more things are revealed. Yeah. Because they weren't just in one location for the like all of the chapters and then they went and did the the world-saving big thing at the end. Because each one of those chapters, like, one was in a dungeon, one was on a train, one was on the back of a car, like Mad Max, you know, uh, style, you know, uh, Fast and the Furious jumping between cars kind of thing. Another one was here, another one was there. They did Groundhog Day, you know, all these different kind of things. That when they did the big end of the world stuff, I was like, all right, that's it. You know, it it doesn't matter that they then go into space, or then they then go to the moon, or then they go into an alternate dimension, and then things cross over from the real world. You know, all of that kind of stuff is fine, because in a a general fantasy science fiction world, you can take different parts but this was so grounded in reality for so much of it that when they're like oh and actually it's all magic and sci-fi fantasy stuff
1: I was like it didn't mix in well enough so you had it quite separate you had at the beginning it was mostly in this in this buffy kind of setting yeah
0: it was mostly Buffy in the woods and then
1: they oh oh remember oh remember there's some magic stuff going on let's let's have some magic No, there was stuff. always
0: magic stuff going on no no
1: but like let's yeah. experience the pure yeah yeah
0: let's let's just go over there Buffy
1: removed kind of stuff um
0: but the, the but here's but the thing
1: maybe, but... But, but what what I hear there is that these people are very experienced and yeah. know really well how the D&D stuff works yeah and so
0: well the thing is when they first started playing D they didn't know it they were just playing oh, the so basic was... campaign oh, but okay. you spent you spent 69 episodes and 80 something hours going along with their journey of just, de- like, developing their characters and developing their playstyle and developing the dynamic that they had between the four of them. Right. You understand?
1: So, and with this new stuff, they went in with their experience from the yes. d stuff.
0: Now, they do do a podcast. Yeah. They do do an episode called The Adventure Zone Zone. No, The the Adventure Zone Zone, where they talk they about... They talk it's about the zone that. where they talk about The Adventure Zone. And I, <laughs> last time I did this podcast, I said, this now, now that I'm going to talk about The the adventure zone zone this bit of the podcast becomes the 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 adventure Zone 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 Three-zone, three-zone, zone, 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 Zone. yeah, Um, where I talk about that, and they also discuss some of the issues that they had with this, and they mentioned some of the things that I mentioned, but for me, that was, like, the key of what it was, because in the end, the story, because it's not a well-thought-out story in advance, is then discovering the story, and in the previous one, when they were discovering the story, it had outcomes, and this is my main criticism of this, is that when they discover the story here, the big reveal happened in the last episode. So I'd okay. already listened to what did I say? Like fifty-three? Did I say fifty-three? No, fifty-eight hours. Fifty-eight, yeah. So after fifty and this was halfway through the episode where the big reveal happened. What's actually happening so with that this game? The
1: actual finale. The
0: actual not just the finale arc, like chapter, yeah. but the final episode of the, the final whole, chapter. Yeah. And about halfway in or about you know quarter of the way into this. This is after fifty-seven hours. It's finally revealed what's actually going on. Oh. What the big thing is, what the big reveal is. Okay. In the final episode. Yeah. But then the fallout for is that you discover what's happening and now you win.
1: Yeah, because you don't have that much time.
0: Yes, but the point is that big twists which, like, twists in story, reveals in stories, the most satisfying ones of them, that they can come at the end, but you want to see the fallout but for it. Or you want they to-
1: are at the very end, and there is no fallout, and everything, the fallout is then left to, to imagination. No, but the point is, no?
0: a gotcha movie. Okay, let's talk, let's, uh, let's do big spoilers for these movies. Sixth Sense, Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, Six. Six. <laughs> can't say it, is a gotcha movie, Six which is, a, it's fine, sense. if you want to do a gotcha movie, like yeah. lots of short stories are like this, you'll read, you'll read like, you know, 2,000 words and at the end they'll be like, aha, you thought it was about this, but it's actually ah, about this, and there yeah. we end. It's a gotcha, yes. or, a, or, or a trick. It's a move which is sort of like, and it's not that it's actually this, and you're like, oh, that's fine. And in yeah. the movie, it's totally fine with that. Because what you actually, like in the sixth sense, it's sort of like, and it turns out this. And at the end, you go, oh, yeah. And then you <gasps> think back to it, and it's sense. like, oh, yeah, of course, this and this yeah, and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which can work if you've had all those things in your mind for I about an that. hour and a half. And I love that reveal. It can, it it a can movie. be a great reveal. Now, let's talk Star Wars. Luke, no, which... <laughs> I am your father. Yeah, And you're like, oh, shit. And everyone's like, oh, shit.
1: <gasps> oh, oh no. shit,
0: And then the movie ends. Pretty much the movie ends. Yes. But... The story doesn't end then there's sort of like for the people waiting it's like two and a half three years of waiting for like what does that mean like yeah. what does it even mean and people yeah. are, what does that even mean that it's the your, luke i am your father yeah holy shit that's the biggest thing ever and then you get a whole other movie playing out like the the upshot of that luke i am a father and then they all go back they all reset they save hand they come back together and then you have another confrontation where luke comes in knowing he's the His father, father. Yeah. The, the, the the emperor knows that luke is the father no there's another you way know, and all this kind of mm. stuff oh all, all kind of it all plays out and you get another movie's worth of the payoff of the reveal of the big twists right and that's where i want the big reveal to come is around about either halfway to a third of the way through the actual story yeah. so it doesn't feel like a gotcha it doesn't feel like a twist, surprise ending yes. it's a story development yes. and a twist and a reveal and for h- me i want it to be a story char- development yeah. and
1: how do these characters
0: Deal Act with that. The, yeah.
1: What? What is the? What is their? And if that
0: it? comes about twenty minutes before the end of the final action sequence, yeah, it's it felt like a gotcha, and yeah. I don't want a gotcha. I want to. Uh, I want to turn in the story, yeah. and then like, oh, we thought the enemy was this, but the enemy uh, the yeah. enemy enemy is that, and now let's spend another ten episodes with w- these characters with these characters how, working yeah. out how to defeat this thing. Yeah, but. All it was was, like, I was kind of confused about what was going on for 57 hours. Then I wasn't confused anymore. <laughs> and then the story ended 20 minutes later. And I was like, Aww. oh, that explains that. Oh, yeah, I wondered what. And, and it was this kind of thing that I was always like, yeah, these monsters are coming through. But, are yeah. they, like, what's going It doesn't feel like they're sylvain. Like, why, there are monsters there. Yeah. And here. And it's all revealed. It's actually very clever. And I really like the fantasy science fiction-y kind of twist. It's actually a really good. That would be a really good setup to a story. Yes. But it wasn't a setup to the story. It was a payoff to lots of confusing things that were like, oh, this person has a psychic connection to this other person who lives on two worlds which are connected. And I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. And the stuff that goes on there, it was like, wow, that's massive, momentous story building stuff. And at the end, it was like, oh, yeah, this thing explains that, explains that, explains that. Of course, it it didn't explain it as they were going through. They had to work out how it was going to be. And it felt like, oh, this is the final episode. Let's wrap everything up. And to do that, there was a twist. This person's actually that person. This yeah. person. So it is... was. It
1: was more like pleasing the audience.
0: No, I don't to... think it was pleasing. I don't think no, it was no, satisfying. No, it was,
1: no, yes, but I'm. I'm not saying it was pleasing the audience in in like the the, the place and the time and the way that it did. But it it was like, oh, you you remember that loose th- thing thread over in, there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is the thing, this is this is the solution to that, and this yeah. is the solution to that and this is the solution to that. Um but I totally understand. I think this is this is this happens a lot in books as mm. well. Right? So when you, you do read But like this is longer say, than a book. I know. It's, like but by years like, uh, <laughs> and by
0: time spent in it. Of
1: course. But it's also an interactive thing, so it's it's more like yeah, it is about characters
0: exploring a story together, which yeah. is fine. Like again, that's a lot of the reason why you listen to podcasts. It's not that when they talk about the topic that the podcast is about, it's about the interactions that the pe- between people you like. Yes, you know. Yeah, I get it. Um, when I uh, when I oh yeah so there's a few other things that I want to just point out about this yeah the, this is my fault for listening to it the way I do I would save up like a chapter or a section of five or six episodes uh, or three or four episodes and then listen straight through because then I don't need to be like oh what happened two weeks ago
1: yeah, so like, it's a uh, weekly thing
0: Well, I think it's every two weeks okay um so what I would do is I'd save them up and then listen through now the worst thing is about this is that the way that you then have to find out like oh who was that character again you can't if I'm behind a few episodes. I can't then go and look over at the fan wiki because on the top of the fan wiki who it says, here be spoilers, proceed at your own risk if you've not listened to episode 29 and beyond or whatever it is, like right. that kind of thing. So the whole point of that is that you can't, like if you go there and it says, this character plays this character and uh, and and also this other character because this character died at that episode and you're like oh right <laughs> like oh this this character was involved from there up until then until they died and I was like ah oh, man I knew they were important it was because they were important I wanted to look them up and that's my fault for not keeping up to date like at the thi- at the at the point but it means at any point that you are in the story there's no way to really look up what it's going on and lots of the times they'll mention oh this character and because the people who are playing it know the characters because they're their characters. And they spend a lot of time with these characters and it's their life and they're writing yeah. the story. Yeah. For them, they just go, Oh, this character. Whereas if you're in a book, like the author will know, Oh, this character's not been around for from um since episode, like since chapter 2, yeah. and now it's chapter 28. So what I'll do is I'll say, and they looked a lot different from the last... You know, you see the, the authors slip these things in. They just don't say, oh, and then Greg turned up and stuff. And you're like, wait, who's Greg who's again? Greg? Like that. <laughs> They'll always say, and Greg turned up. And um, since Fred had seen him last, when he went away with Tracy, like yeah. four years ago, and then he returns, and you're yeah, like, it's a oh, little, like bit yeah, Greg a... was the guy who left with Tracy. Yeah, you you don't, know? And
1: you don't need a big, like, okay, now you go, it's like... You don't have a brackets, Go back to uh, chapter two and read again. Yeah, yeah. They give you little hints, and then you remember. oh, this and this. It comes back together.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like with, it, it comes down to like what is a unit of entertainment? And for yeah. me, a unit of a unit of entertainment is either a full chapter or like a full section of the story. Yes. Listen to it. And then wait three or four months until they finish the next chapter and then catch up with it. Or you could just go through and listen to the full thing and you'd probably get a different experience in that way. Yeah. And when I came to the Adventure Zone, the first three chapters or whatever were already out. So I could just listen all the way through, mm. really enjoyed it. Mm. And then it got to the point where I was listening weekly and I was like, oh no, this isn't... I can't listen you this weekly. Want to
1: do, you don't want to do... Sti- I
0: still need it to be in chunks and yeah. things. Um, okay. And uh, what was the other thing that I was going to say? Generally, I actually really enjoyed this as spending time with... Four people who I've spent time previously on the podcast with yeah and have uh, and uh, yeah d- d- working out a story and working out a role playing game and stuff yeah but I don't think it was a, a an overall um, like I wouldn't say groundbreaking or anything but like the, they put a lot of effort into this so there's like original music written for all of it like wow. great editing lots okay. of experimental editing and storytelling as well okay. like lots of voice stuff which you'll do and they as you said in the the Adventure Zone Zone podcast like well like how do you do all the voices when the robot talks and there's a robot talks so like well yeah I just do the voices and then like and then in, in real in. and then later on I'll go and make my computer say it and then drop the voices in and they're like they did this time travel thing where like he knew what you, you knew it was gonna say and then he said it what the other character was saying at the same time how do you do that so I'm like well editing like i went yeah, back like and so there are these kind of things where they'll try something else like oh that didn't work oh let's do this scene maybe do it again or like try for a, not for a different outcome but like
1: are they doing this full-time
0: well they're full-time podcasters okay because like, i was saying this like, is what they oh do oh my god this, this is, is what like they do
1: epic work yeah put into the thing
0: also they made, they made money from the previous balance uh one with the uh with the the adventure zone balanced fantasy then they compiled it into a, a comic book script and Ooh. then released the first like the section like you say those chapters yeah. released each one of them as a comic book yeah as a or graphic novel or whatever and they're like new york times top 10 selling authors or something like what? that as well yeah because this is huge oh these, these guys these how guys how many
1: people listen to this
0: Oh no. A million. I don't know. Like they, these guys, these guys do live shows and pack out pack out like six thousand seater didn't theaters they do for thirty dollars. Uh,
1: video at some point. Yeah, what, we watched we watch
0: the, 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 the we yeah watch, my brother my brother and me yeah, video yeah, yeah. stuff. Yes. Yeah, we watched a few episodes of yes, that. Yes, I didn't remember
1: we? that one. Yeah,
0: so yeah, like it's those three guys and their dad who I think is also in that TV show. And that's the kind of thing. It's sort of like yeah, these guys are really funny people. Like I and sometimes to listen they to their, they have a comedy podcast and an advice yeah. podcast, and I'll listen to. I mean, I don't listen to all episodes, but like you know, I always have these episodes which I'm just like. Yeah. constantly deleting for my podcast player yeah. but I, like if I want something fun I'll listen to I'll listen to those guys improvising bad advice to people and things you know okay they're re- it's like a really successful podcast they're really good at what they do okay and when they do for them a substandard project it's still good and worth listening to yeah but if I'm listening like the reason why I want to listen to people play uh D&D or a, a tabletop role-playing game isn't Because I want a really good story. Because if I want a really good story, I'll listen to an audiobook, I'll read a book. And it isn't that I want to have... For three or four people being fun guys and hanging out and chatting, because if then I'll just listen to their podcast. You know, their okay. their personalities come through there.
1: So the the combination of all of this in this in this um monster everyday thing, monster no, of the week, monster of the week thing, yeah, didn't come together in the same kind of sense that the others. It
0: could have come together yeah. if they went if this monster of the week was the first time that they'd come together and done any role playing. Yeah, it could have worked. I think it might have worked out.
1: So if you listen, if this is your fur your first um impression of this because you just for some reason start listening there
0: yeah it's it's fine again it's fine it's good it's, yeah. it's, it, I enjoy listening to it okay. Like, but I would never listen to it again whereas I reckon The Adventure Zone even though there's 82 hours worth of audio I reckon in maybe 5 or 10 years I'd be like hmm let me let go, let check, go, let's go check to back, to this. Back. Yeah. Yeah. let's go check out The Adventure like it, Zone like again a, a
1: fun book that you yeah. know oh yeah, I enjoyed it I, I, enjoyed I just this. read this again and
0: also I have memories from the time It was it as good as I remember or yeah. were these things like? does it hold up well it's no. not if it holds up but like these things that became a big part of the story later on yeah. when they're first mentioned for the first time like yeah. you know when the the uh, uh, i know i use the flaming raging sword of death comes in but i actually have a very clear memory <laughs> oh, of when I forgot the acid <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah acid yeah no i think it's acid yeah flaming raging sword of doom i know but when that came in you immediately knew you're like oh this is interesting because <laughs> yeah. the way that he did it was actually really clever there was this um there was this you know because it, it, again it, it this is a great actually a great example of how the mechanics made for interesting storytelling yeah. and they're like you're in this um, this magic shop and you 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 can get all of these magic items and these different magic weapons and um, all of these uh, different things and, and that was set up in some point and there were, and what they did is that they asked for listener suggestions of things that could be in the magic shop,
1: oh, if you know what I mean yeah. so
0: there's this kind of weapon and there was this one, one person sent in this thing called the Flaming Raging Sword of Doom, it cost like a billion gold marks, you're never going to be able to afford it but it deals like a hundred damage each time you use it, it's like, it's, yeah. it's, like massively overpowered yes. and crazily too powerful yeah. like this thing, yeah. it's crazily too powerful yeah. but it costs a billion dollars, oh no a billion gold pieces Coins, yeah. so you're never going to use it and it felt like a safe thing of like little background something sort of like yeah maybe in like 80 hours time or 60 episodes time you're going to be able to afford this when you've saved the world and this is going to be a reward that once you've done all the other adventures you're going to have a billion gold pieces and, <laughs> and you're going to you be able to come back and afford it
1: powering
0: unfortunately another weapon. one of the magic items which was revealed early, like earlier on in that episode or scene or whatever it was, was a magic item where you could have something that you could swap for some something else. And you could say, like, give me one of you, what you have. And the, of <laughs> course, Griffin, who was GMing it or DMing it, would, thought that right, we're doing, we're going to do I'm going to give you tools that when you go out and do role-playing in the real world of the game, like not in it. the shop between yeah. chapters, when you go into the real world, you're going to have this and then you're going to be able to get something, like some key plot thing that you're going to want, like that MacGuffin that you're going for. Someone's going to have it. And at that moment, you're going to be able to bring out this oh, card. I have this thing. Like and, yeah. 18 episodes later, like three, like yeah. a year's worth of gameplay later, you're going to have this. So when you are stuck in that situation, you're going to be able to bring out this card and give it to you. Yeah. Like that. And so, like, they were at the shopping thing and this person did this and this person bought that and this person bought that. And you didn't even remember that one of the characters bought this device this this get what you yeah. want from the person device or swap what something you have for anything the other person they're gonna be that magically they're gonna be happy at the trade. Yeah. And they're like, alright, and that's the shop, you've gone shopping and, and one of the, I can't even remember what it was, but one of them just says, Oh, wait a second, I have this card and I'm gonna give you my shit sword and you're gonna give me the flaming sword, raging sword of doom. And he and Griffin was just like fuck. I've broken the game. Like uh, the whole point of that it was set up yeah. that this was unobtainable because yeah. it was too powerful and yeah. would break the game. And then it was like fuck. I've got to give you this sword, which was like unob- this unobtainable sword. It was sword. N- never, it meant, was to was never be, meant to be there. Yeah. And so this this gameplay mechanic, like broke the game.
1: Yeah,
0: in such a way which. If you were playing among friends, you wouldn't do. Yeah. But they're not just playing among friends because it would break the game. It means one character would be too powerful. Yeah. But they knew that if you gave him the flaming raging sword of doom, he's not just going to get out and just, like, every enemy he comes along is going to do it. Because then that's unsatisfying narratively. Right. But what's narratively satisfying is game mechanics which allow for surprising things to happen. Yes. And the surprising thing that happened wasn't in Griffin's mind, and it wasn't in Justin's mind, and it wasn't in... Um, th- you know, I, I guess it was just—I don't even know who it was. Yeah, maybe Justin or no Travis or it, it wasn't in any of the individual players' minds, mm-hmm. and it wasn't in the rules, but it was in the con—it was in the confluence of the rules, listener suggested items and the gameplay mechanics, and what they were doing in that situation. It was complex enough for that to all come together, to have something which would have broken the game in a normal way, but they're playing like a bit more freeform with the rules, and it became a really great story moment, and set up for later, Right. became s- strong
1: enough so you to from.
0: <laughs> with monster of the week and this, this uh, powered by the apocalypse system that they had in this one there was never a moment that rules aren't complex enough that there was never a moment where something surprising and interesting could happen which could turn the story in a different direction right The only interesting, surprising stuff had to be in one character's head already. And they say, actually, the reveal is this. Or you say, do you succeed? But what what bad happens there? And the DM would make up the thing that bad Bad happens. happens. But that bad thing would come from his head. It wouldn't come from the interplay with the rules. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. that's the that's the complexity that Dungeons and Dragons. And people say it's too complex. It's too complex. But in the same way that when we were doing it, like we arrive in this tower, we're transported magically to this tower. And then the tower falls over, and we're in the tower. And suddenly, and like, I, oh, sh- and, I and you, managed, this, to, you uh... managed to work out a way of doing it. And I wasn't even, I wasn't even planning that the tower was going to do it, fall over. Yeah. I didn't know how you were going to get out of it. Like, I didn't. I created I, the misery for you, myself. You, you created a situation where we had to do interesting storytelling to get out of the situation. Yes, and. And, and then you're like, and then hit the tree. Oh, you know, all these other kind of things. Like, actually, for the first, like, when we did our D&D. Yeah. In that one of the first episodes, the first episode we recorded and released, one of the main character dies. Like, the wizard dies. And yeah. I'm like, oh, the wizard is now going to be in a puppet, and it's, the puppet's going to go around on your shoulder. And that became, like, the defining aspect of that relationship between you and the wizard. Yes. That you had a bear puppet on your shoulder. Yes. And that came from beforehand. I wanted a monster that was controlled by someone, but I didn't just want it to be a magical monster. I wanted it to be a puppet so somebody could be the puppet monster, yeah. the puppet master, so you could really see what was going on. Yeah. So that had done a puppet beforehand, and there was also a wizard, and the wizard died. And I'm like, oh, the wizard goes into this magical puppet that right. he had used in the previous episode, or the yeah. previous game, like that. Yeah. That kind of thing can come out. Whereas in... And that was happening all the time in the balance arc. Like, yeah. gameplay mechanics would bring out... Interesting story. emergent storylines. Yeah. And that's what I was saying before about PUBG. When I'm playing Player Unknown's Battleground, it's so complex that there are all of these weird, interesting stories that happen to every and character. You, couldn't
1: even, you can't just come up with you it. You can't predict anything that happens
0: right. in PUBG. Yes. And that's why when you see these compilations, and it's some of my favorite video game content is sort of like, you know, top 10 craziest moments in PUBG where, like, I just watched one this morning and someone died while they were driving the car towards their teammate. And then it carries on. And then a minute later, the other guy, teammate, dies because the car that he died in just kept on rolling and rolling and rolling, came over the hill and knocked out this other guy. And you're like, nobody would plan for that. Nobody no. would program that into the game. No,
1: but it's just that because the game does this. It allows things, so
0: it's... many complexities. Yeah. Was I don't want that in tournament play. What I want is Counter-Strike, where everybody knows pixel by pixel what's possible on the map. Like, if you stand here, you look between there, and if you see movement, you shoot down there, and you know that if you do that perfectly, you know exactly the perfect outcome that's going to be that way. If you stand here, throw smokes there, people have to come through those smokes, there's not going to be, like, a random way round and stuff. Like, there's not going to be random ways round. Yeah, there's
1: no... uh pan uh, yeah. appearing at some point yeah
0: like if you like in PUBG you can be running and someone <laughs> shoots you and it just randomly hits your pan and you don't die and people are like oh terrible I hit the pan no that's part of the game that's part of the, part yeah. of the emergent um, gameplay whereas Counter-Strike if you click on somebody's head they're out of the game that's it there's nothing there's no like oh but it hit a pan oh but they, they jumped this way there was a tree in the way the, the card swerved at the wrong yeah. point there's no card swerving and pans and anything in Counter-Strike which is perfect for tournament play but yeah. I want emergent storytelling Yeah. and Monster of the Week had improvised storytelling between people who were telling a story, yeah. but it didn't have emergent gameplay storytelling.
1: Story right. So the the surprises and, and the improvisation didn't come from something unexpected happened. Sometimes,
0: but like, like I said, there's one of the main characters, dies in Amnesty, in the second one. But it was something that kind of had to be... Um, discussed Or like worked around I mean it's fine Like if a character dies Like even in D&D Like you roll a new character Like somebody else Joins the party Like that It's totally fine For all that to happen But it felt like That was a Storytelling moment Rather than a Game playing moment Right Do you understand yeah, I What I'm I, saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, I see I see So Do you think This comes This mostly comes From them playing This other Thing Right? This What? Uh, apocalypse
0: well, The Apocalypse Powered by the Apocalypse Blah. Monster of the Week system
1: Yes Is it like Is it like the, in, this, in this game In this it Like the, I mean there are Partly Yeah partly
0: The point yeah. is This 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 uh, uh, mon- uh, Powered by, power by the Apocalypse system okay. Is probably great for If you want to do Collaborative storytelling Yes But in that case, it's probably only satisfying. It's a satisfying story for you if you're playing through the story with your character and you are spending a lot of time with these characters. So it's.
1: Oh, I totally understand. There are things. Yeah. Me as a musician. Yeah. There are are bits of music that you as the performer.
0: Are loving. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Enjoy doing so much yeah, this is the same thing where we had the, I mentioned that this before one, and then with then the, the people... cello
0: when, when we had the cello <laughs> yeah. I was like ah oh, like um, you, you want to play around the cello pretty much I just want to to learn prelude we talked about this on our juggling podcast yes. like well, I wanted to learn the uh, Bach's cello cello so suites Prelude Number One, yeah, like Suite Number One Prelude, which is the most famous piece of cello yeah. music. and I was like, oh, that's what I want to learn because every cello player learns it and that kind of stuff. and then I started doing it, and I was like, oh, this is why every cello player because this feels amazing. Yes, like, and I literally never learned another piece of cello music, but I felt like I got like everything I needed out of learning the cello from that one piece of music. Because i was like, it's all here, like everything that I've ever seen. The doing
1: itself. Doing very it satisfying to the person So and playing, so when you they're, they're, yeah. the same thing with j- the juggling as yeah, well yeah. there are tricks that just feel amazing <laughs> and you look and at you them do and it goes, that, like,
0: was noth- that was a nothing juggling trick and so
1: this is the same thing yeah. you, ex- you experience a thing and you yeah. are enjoying yourself with the characters yeah. and with all this and, yeah, the and enjoyment so, is very much in the And so Monster of the, the Week person. is probably
0: great if you want to feel like it, what it's like to be Buffy In, yeah. in and if you get, there's a monster, you set it up and you play it out and it's very satisfying in that way. And like I say, those yeah. those character moments were satisfying. And this part of the system is each one of the players has to have some kind of history with the other players. Right. But the way they set it up is when all the three characters meet, they were meeting for the first time. So then it's sort of like, well, how are these characters are they, really? really? And and it was all improvised, but as they went through it, I'm like, oh, this thing happened to that character in their past what if that person was there when it uh, happened? And yeah. all of that was very, like, that's in the mechanics. Again, that's really good. That's in the mechanics of the game system. Yes. That kind of, so that um, that, that storytelling did emerge, yeah. but it was like, it was all retroactive. It was all stuff that was happening and they kind of worked out mm. with discussions. It's sort of like, would it be okay if this character had something to do with the death of that other character's parents or something like that? Yeah. And they're like, yes, that sounds satisfying. And, and let's then how do
1: it. is their relationship going and Yeah, and is, how that
0: yeah. plays out when this character knows that that this other character might have had something to do with something bad that happened uh-huh. to him in the past and how it plays out it grew, and that was a really good moment in this thing but it, it but it, it, it emerged from some of the rules but actually the action of what was happening now didn't emerge from the rules yeah so so if you go into it felt like there were some story prompts here like each one of the story. and i think actually they mentioned this in the the adventure zone zone where they were saying that in D&D, one of it seems like there's too, crazily too many rules, but each one of those rules is a story prompt. It's a possibility of something can yeah. happen, and it yeah. widens out the possibility of what can be happening in that scene. And this had some really good mechanics, which were like story prompts for like, ha, remember, any two times some characters interact, they might have something in their past. There, is, to, there, there yeah. is something in the past. There so, here's this. a story prompt, work out how these two characters are connected in their past...
1: Great. Oh, I No see. problem.
0: That works out really well. Yeah. But it is very much more like, mm, let's work out an interesting story rather than, oh, shit, something crazy happened. Yeah. And sometimes you want to know shit, something crazy happens. or oh, even if it's not crazy, something unexpected, there's a turn, which is, which is good. Anyway, we've talked about this now for one hour. Okay. And I never even said the names of the characters or what I liked about the characters. No. I only kind of...
1: Uh, yeah, but this is not like... Well, of course, you can talk about the characters, but I haven't listened to it. Maybe the people haven't listened to it. So It's it's good. The characters are good. I enjoy spending
0: time with the characters. The town is great. Kepler is really good. Sylvania is a bit boring, but it's a good... All of it's good. Yeah. But what I want... it, It wasn't what I want. It felt like... It felt like I was watching somebody play a game which is meant to be competitive and they're streaming it and I'm like, well, this isn't very good. Like, we just watched some tennis tournaments, you know, the te- the, it's the end of the season, so it's all the fight, end of season stuff coming yeah. up. And you see these, like you say, these developed storylines. Oh, at the start of the year, this person wasn't even ranked and now she's the end of year number one and now she's playing not just for herself, now she's playing for Australia. And is she going to win for Australia? Is Australia going to win the Fed Cup? You know, that whole kind of thing. Um, and that's great because there's, that storyline has emerged but you but some, but but this felt like somebody had told that storyline of the world number 1 tennis player's season yeah. but i didn't actually i didn't get to see her play in her final match of the season i didn't <laughs> see, i didn't see her up against the french team and is it going to be redemption for australia or is france going to win yeah and really, what you want is I want the point-by-point point like, oh, shit, that was a good save. Yep. Oh, my goodness, that volley was good. This doubles team, they've played together. This is, this. is These were once the best doubles team in the world. Yes. And it doesn't matter that the world number one player is over there and the former world number one doubles player is over there. Like, you want to see it play out. Yeah. Like, you want to see that point-by-point point playing out. Yes. And this felt like, here's... The, let me tell you the story of why this tennis match is important. And Ash Barty wins. And you're like, ah, oh. like... I don't just want to know the outcome of it. I want to have that like step-by-step experience of them going through those motions, like yeah. going through those steps yeah. within the conflict, within like at this moment, D&D plays out an entire tennis match for each battle. And, and they're I, like, oh, there's too many I rules totally, about...
1: I totally recognize this, Yeah. this urge that you just described, you yeah. want this from books. Yes. Because often you say, oh, yeah, and then it, it says, yeah, oh, yeah, and then they have a love affair and then did yeah. That's, in the previous episode but you it was like, like,
0: like <laughs> no, give me the moment where these yes. two people fall in love. You can't. This is a romance. This is the romance section of the book. You yeah. can't skip over their first meeting. I and want their like, first meeting.
1: Oh, and then they fall in love. And oh, and so, f- wait.
0: Oh, uh, what? How? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you then you say, well, it's time loop. So it doesn't matter. So I'll show how they fall in love the second time. It's like, no, I want that first cute meet. Yes. Yeah. And it was annoying that in my own novel I realised that and I had the same characters like meet three times. First, the first time each other met and then another time when they were like meeting when one person already knew that one they met yeah. and that they already knew that they were going to fall in love yeah. and stuff. You know, they already know what's fated. And anyway, so that's the thing. Complex mechanics allows for complex um, deciding of conflict resolution. Yeah. And that's not a bug with... Duns and Draggles... Dra- draggles. <laughs> Drunken Draggles. Drunken Draggles.
1: Drunken Draggles. Drunken Draggles. Like it's,
0: it's a benefit. All that complexity is a benefit. So when these guys were like, hey, let's take away all the complexity and let's just get down to the storytelling, it was sort of like, and then Ash Barty wins the Fed Cup final against Kristina Mladenovic, and that's the end of the season and now we can all go home and no more no more winners tennis until January. Like, you don't what want that. You, you want to see you, want to, you see want to see
1: it yeah you want to see it with your own eyes yeah but who or but in this case with your own ears you
0: want in to hear my it. own ears i yeah. want to see, i want to see the nitty-gritty point by point part yes because and, that and, and that allows for the interesting that yeah, allows they, for someone to come out of a situation with the flaming raging sword of doom <laughs> when they should, that should have never happened
1: <laughs> yeah i like that
0: it allows for someone to bring out the immovable rod or the immovable staff the immovable staff is that like you take it out and when you let go of it it's completely immovable like, okay. it doesn't move. It's locked in place in the game space of the world. Okay. So then you can hang a rope on it and swing across and you reach out and grab it and it's all sort of like immovable stuff. You're like, oh, that's great for climbing up and down things and stuff. Okay. It's also really good that if someone's chasing you in a car, you throw out the immovable rod and then they is they bump into something. It. It's all sort of like, that's PUBG. Like, that. Like I want to see PUBG. I don't want to see Counter-Strike and I don't want to see Dream Date uh, Dream Daddy Simulator, which is all story and you don't have enough control over it. Yeah, I think it.
1: that would be an awful play to, uh, game to, to... Uh... Uh, to, to stream, stream. yeah that if would you're, be the most because <laughs> all you're doing is watching other people
0: read text on the screen yeah, they, so they
1: press the button they move forward but Goose the Game and then- Goose
0: Game oh, you Goose could, Game is you could, hilarious yeah. again maybe maybe we should do Luke and Juliana stream random video game stream anyway yeah. we're not going to do that but that's what I'm saying that's what we're getting into now we're now discussing if we were video game streamers what games would we play together yes and like it would be the games where I could do some controlling and you could do puzzle solving because yeah. I'm better at controls and you're better yeah, yeah, at puzzle yeah, yeah, solving
1: yeah. exactly because right.
0: you play lots of you play lots of puzzle games and adventure games and walking round simulators and putting locks in key games and I and I can actually <laughs> play first Person environments. Um, yeah, and environments. I'm just so no, bad don't. with
1: the controls. So when we played oh. Subnautica
0: together, we had that emergent gameplay. Yeah, like and that was really good. Subnautica so had a main game. It had a main story that you yeah. were meant to play through. And yes. at the end, you take a rocket off into space, and you're like, game over. You were like, completely like, yay! But yes. the route that we took there, when I actually watched some other people play, it's like, ah, if we'd have gone there before we tried yeah. to go to literally the deepest <laughs> point of the map, it would <laughs> have, it would have. Faded in a funny way. So so the, yeah. the way that the it it allowed us to play the it in freedom, a funny yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah. Anyway, I am as people may know, I'm like super hardcore into game mechanics and like coming oh, yeah. up with those kind of things. Like sports, how sports rules interact with each other in almost more so than I am with
1: game theory yeah, stuff.
0: Well, yeah, statistics, yeah. Game stuff. design, mechanism design, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like this is my bread and butter. I can talk about this stuff for for hours. Like if I didn't have a science fiction book review podcast, I, I would just talk about game mechanics all the time. Unfortunately, there's podcasts that I listen to who that already do, do that. So I, like, I don't feel like I need to do that it, myself. It doesn't
1: need another one of those. Yeah.
0: But like, if you want, like, if you think I can rant about science fiction books and things like that, listen to me rant about No Man's Sky. I could talk about, I played No Man's Sky for an hour and a half. or two, No, it was like three hours in total. Yeah. And I could talk about all the things wrong with that.
1: And hey guys, I'm the person that <laughs> listens to this all the time. I am
0: I'm, the, I'm... I've literally talked about No Man's Sky and what's wrong with it longer oh. than I ever played the game because they were, I have that strong opinions about of it. About and Luke does have. Strong and I don't even speech. play that many computer that. games. That's it. I but I bring the I bring all my knowledge from other things. And he has
1: a friend who who really likes this game. And, and he and can't then, take it. he. Oh. The only way he can take it is
0: personally. He thinks it's a personal attack on him when I'm saying the That's a game design. That's a game that's designed. Okay, let's Where, not. No, no. Okay. I just want to say like. <laughs> comes down to the point is he's playing the game in a way that's really fun for him and yeah. i'm trying to play the game that's really fun for me and they put us both in the same place and what it turns out is that it's like it's like it's just someone coming over and punching you in the face no it's like he's he's been given a water gun already and he's having a water gun fight like he's having a water fight yeah. and i'm trying to build a sandcastle that's literally <laughs> what it is like so so one person is trying to build a sandcastle and somebody yes. else is trying to have a water fight and is picking up you know and is, is Bucket doing it, and buckets of water <laughs> you're like oh we're each playing the game here like i'm playing the build-a-sandcastle part of the game and he's playing the water fight part of the game. Like there's no way for us both to have fun at this point. No. <laughs> because I can't throw water at him because I haven't bu- I don't have a gun yet. I don't have a water gun yet. Yes, I don't, I, I Lithium, bu- yeah. I've only got sand. And he's already built a sandcastle, and then he's got in his spaceship and flown away from his sandcastle. So for him, building sand castles is like that's hours in his past to playing the game. And you're just like, no, like and and that's yeah. that's the biggest analogy that I can have. And he's all annoyed. I'm like, stop spraying me with the water gun. Of course, he wasn't doing that. There's another like gameplay mechanic that he was doing. I was like, stop doing this. It's like, oh no, I'm just having fun. I want to show you what the game's about. I'm like, for me, the game is about building this fucking sandcastle. And for you, it's about spraying me with a water gun or spraying water around. And it's, because it,
1: he already had, he,
0: he already built a castle. He'd made he'd made his castle concrete. He'd used a factory in his <laughs> castle to build himself a spaceship and a water gun. And now he was coming to show me what he's done. And he's like. And I was like, oh, don't worry, I'll just get in your spaceship. It's like, oh no, the, ga- the way the game's designed is that you're not allowed to just have your friends come along and help you get no, off they the planet. Have to go through You've the got same... to go through the same thing. So he turns up in a spaceship. I'm not even, he can't even let me in a spaceship to fly me to a different planet for more exploring. So in the end, I was like, I'm going to play this game. We're in the same game world. You're my friend. You can see my planet please don't come and visit me because i want the game experience you know i want to have that season by season point by point thing about following someone you know yeah. like when you're watching yeah, tennis yeah. you follow someone's season throughout and you yeah. get all those steps along the way exactly. and you don't want someone to come in and say hey let me just show you the highlight reels of this person's you know end of year match and when they won the fed cup for australia yeah. you know you don't want someone to come along you're like no you're removing from my gameplay experience what i want about the game yeah and of course manual he could only take that person and say no 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 i'm not doing that i was like please don't come and spoil the game me but he couldn't help it because the way the game is designed is that I'm like your friends over here go visit them and he's like yeah i'll go visit my friend because of course he does because that's the way the game is made. anyway that's enough about no Man's sky thank you but <laughs> oh boy like like every single game that i've ever played re- yeah, reflects on it's, every other game that i've like, ever played it's, it's, and it's, it's the same it's, thing no, with science me, fiction no, it's the same one, thing with science fiction let me say
1: one thing um, yeah, I used to play quite a few board games with my parents when I was a child. We, we played lots <laughs> oh,
0: no, of don't games. Tell the story. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> don't tell we story. did a lot
1: of board games. I come out really until, bad at on this one until Luke comes in my life, and I literally stopped playing board games. But I also don't want to throw them away because I know I enjoy <laughs> playing board games. Not with Luke though, because he's he's
0: destroying all. The I don't fun. destroy them. The thing is the the fun that I yeah. can get out of a board game is seeing how all these rules work. Yeah, he, he, but it's, it's not satisfying. Luke is not fun. The to most play satisfying game I played games. with your parents is when we played Scrabble in German, and my German's really yes, bad because
1: you were not g- at the same <laughs> level of that. <laughs> I mean, so, I still won,
0: but it anyway,
1: was... yes, but it's terrible because you play. You play a game not for the enjoyment. You no, play it because you drive into the. Okay, this is the best way to win, Bob. That's it. No, That's it's not the best Mark, way to, It's, it's not about the best finding. way to win.
0: It's if the if a game is designed well enough it can it can accommodate the different game styles. It can accommodate the different gameplay. That's why PUBG is one of the all-time greatest computer games that has ever existed. Because you get 100 people together and like 99 of them have got different goals at the start than winning. I mean, of course, everyone wants to do as best they can. <laughs> yeah. But when you land, there's a goal and some people are like, I'm going to drop at school and it's going to be a crazy gunfight and I'm probably going to die within 30 seconds. But if I don't, and if I'm the last one out of school, amazing! Yes. And other people are like, well, I'm not going to school, that's too dangerous. I'm going to drop out here where there's like two other people. And, and I know. And, and I'll know where they yeah. drop, and they know where I drop, so I'm going to have a one on one battle. And it's sort of like, okay, someone else wants to have a one on one battle. I'm going to drop in this other place, and I'm where going there's to. there's nobody, And around. there's nobody. I'm going to spend 20 minutes looting, and I'm going to get in a car, and I'm going to go and get the airdrop. You know, everyone is playing in their own way. And unfortunately, Scrabble tests one thing. <laughs> well, it doesn't test one thing. But like, and these uh, board games are often testing one thing. And if I work out what's being tested, I do that. And yeah,
1: but that, that's not the point. I know, but
0: what I'm saying is that D and D allows for a, every exactly. player, it is and that's comp- what table tennis—not tennis. thats what tabletop game. Okay. the yeah.
1: complexity. Is complex, but it gives also...
0: Yeah, D&D is like PUBG. D&D is like PUBG, is that everyone can come in and there's so many crazy things that can happen. It allows for all of these things to happen and it allows for people with different abilities. Like you had never played D&D before. I'd never GM'd a game or DM'd a game before. We came together and we both had a really fun, crazy experience because every time that you said, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm like, oh shit, let me just have a look at the rules. Oh, that's actually possible. I can make it work with this. Roll D20 and uh, there's this outcome, you know, if you fall into this hole or whatever like that yes. and allowed for that. Whereas the Monster of the Week with this powered by the apocalypse isn't that. It's much more like we're playing Monopoly. We're testing for this one thing and the thing that we're testing for is how well we can develop the story How together. much
1: of a capitalist We brought you? it round.
0: We brought it back right round to the Adventure Zone. Did we? Yeah. I mean, I, I went on a 10-minute diversion into computer games and board <laughs> games and we brought it back because, again, we are talking about games and emergent yes, systems.
1: That's true. Uh, are they going to do another
0: one of those? Yeah. Okay, let's go back. Campaign number... Three was Amnesty, no, that was campaign number two. Main campaigns, here we go. Oh right, yes, the other campaign was, uh, yeah, here we go campaign graduation graduation is the fifth campaign because they did these other experimental ones they did like three experimental little arcs and then they took the most ex- they took the best one and then that became Amnesty
1: another yeah, yeah they also okay. had
0: like a western one and they also had like a, a superhero adventure and they, the, didn't a, and they were like those two sure are good we may come back to them but let's go back to Amnesty and right. go to chapter two in Amnesty okay. so, that's what do. so this is campaign five and this really brings it full circle um, graduation is the fifth campaign of the Avenger zone and the third third full season
1: and this is coming out now
0: it, the first episode is out I've not listened it. Oh okay. Um, so they just start system. That here one. goes Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons. They're uh, going back to the system because they realize it. what they want is. Lots of crazy, th- crazy moves. Like yeah. each character has eighteen crazy moves, and you're probably going to use the one that's best suited. And if you've got a sword, you're going to swing your sword. Yeah, it's fine. But you also might have a little token that gets you another sword. And the
1: improvisation comes out of the gameplay.
0: Yeah, it hopefully comes out
1: from hopefully the game more mechanics.
0: more of the mechan- more of the story comes from the gameplay mechanics rather than four people getting together and saying, hey, what's the story going to be? Yeah, because. If, if that's the case, I'd rather just four writers get into the room, make a story. And
1: write actually good stories. And, and then story. write
0: a good story. Yeah. I have that already. It's called novels. They're called novels or mm. audio books is what I actually have. Yeah,
1: or audio plays. And then
0: those stories are way more satisfying because they're, they're worked out in advance. Or even if they're not working in advance, you can then go back like, when it's, you f- work out the full story and you go, ah, it's really interesting, this, this, these two characters' backstory, let's go back and mention that in Chapter 3, and also in Chapter 8, and then in Chapter 10, and then when it's revealed in Chapter 15, it's sort of like, that pays off those moments, yeah. rather than this, where they're like, oh, actually, in your past, this happened. You're like, oh, well, wouldn't they have recognised each other from uh, before? You convenient. Know. Yeah, that's a bit convenient. Yeah. But again, it's good, because the game rewards the convenience, or rewards those exploration of backstory, but it doesn't, it doesn't give me forward story. Okay, and that's right. cool. So, so they're going back to they're going back to D and D
1: playing D and D
0: with Bud, Sir Fitzroy Maplecourt, and Argo Keane. It's Guardian Arc. Um, they enrolled in the sidekick pr- program at Hieronymus Wiggenstaff School for Heroism and Villainy. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's directly like again how we started like, off sort of like yeah. hey there's a D&D school and you're going to have an adventuring school. Let's go for it. Heroism and Villainy, it's going to be Hogwarts, it's going to be magic school. Yeah. Hieronymus Wiggenstaff, Higglemas Wiggenstaff. We we're, we're definitely at, well, it's called graduation. So I guess yeah. what's going to happen is each it's it's like Harry Potter. Each book is like one year at school yeah. and then the next and then they all go home and they come and back to they, they come back yeah that's cool I only know that from the movies but yes. so that's it we've talked this, this has been the 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 adventure zone 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 yes yeah. multiple levels of adventure zone but I'm I'm pleased I can talk about this I'm pleased I've got a podcast where even though it's science fiction book review podcast this is it I fits mean, in it fits in because I've just had like I've just had 58 hours of of science fiction fantasy audio storytelling to me yeah it's a different format but I think it fits for me talking about this cool And uh, I would like to get back to doing some more tabletop role-playing with you. Sure. Um, But I think what happened was that when I was, when we were coming to the next episode, yeah. I was so encumbered with all the mistakes that I'd made from the first, and all the mistakes we had both made yes. with that first, that first experience yeah. between the two of us. Yeah. I think what we need to do is
1: start, new... is start
0: fresh, start with fresh characters. Yeah. If we want to come back to these characters, we could do, yeah. but start over fresh and, uh, and, and, see, and see what happens. see and both have more experience. And I would, to be honest, I would start with that new rule that Daniel gave us, that new sheet. T- turns out, Oh, my, yeah, totally. my cousin works for <laughs> works for Wizards of the Coast. He actually works for Dungeons and Dragons. It's his job to be a, a Dungeons and Dragons um, publicity guy and stuff like that. Weird connection there. Um, yeah, yeah, we
1: got all kinds of. Uh, yeah, so he
0: books gave us and these and books, and, and he, we now have. I now have all the rules. He gave us the books. Yeah. We have these other things, and he, there's this way of doing it, which is a bit better. Having two, like one one DM or one GM.
1: And one player.
0: One player. And yeah. you've got this stuff. And if I, if we start off with that rule in place, yes. that like you're in the world, you have you and of, your sidekick thing, we because, can do that from because the start. Because we
1: played something that was like meant to be for yeah. And I only had the basic people.
0: rules, and yes. these other rules hadn't existed yet, or this rule extra thing where you can have a sidekick character yeah. didn't really exist yet. But now we have that. I think we could go into it with that idea in mind. And you so. have
1: a bit more guidance. I
0: know what's going on. I have you done this maybe You know not to hit a tree before. with a sword.
1: I'm never going to poke a tree
0: no, you can find a tree, nah. but don't put in a tree which is suspiciously in the middle of a road. Yeah. Like it was in the middle of a road, you don't have trees like in the and middle of a road. do do
1: that. Yeah, I'm, I'm being more careful with what I'm saying because I'm always shoveling my own grave,
0: <laughs> digging with your own I, grave. Digging, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. One hour, seventeen minutes talking about games, which I like. What's What's I should start a pod- I should do a new podcast Luke Luke complains about video games but I think there's it's just so many so many podcast podcasts already the podcast
1: of. doesn't need to be Luke complains about video games it just needs to be Luke complains <laughs> and we have a
0: huge like the whole world no but I'm actually a really positive person I'm yeah, I like, know. really positive I love <laughs> the reason why I can complain about stuff <laughs> is because I love computer games this is, and this I love shows books your, yeah, I know and, and, I, love shows sports, you're in, and I love sports and I love things
1: you are you are not complaining in a negative way. You are complaining because you're invested in something, because you're passionate. You know, this is why but I love People you. Come People on. mistake
0: the passion for me complaining about stuff. So they're like, you're so negative and you're impatient. I'm like, I'm well, not negative and impatient. to show
1: people that this is not about you being negative. Let's do a Luke Complains podcast.
0: The thing is, that's what, I, that's what I did with that yes, no, yes, was that I wanted to be able to... Yes. I wanted to... When the no thing exactly. was something I wanted to complain about, and if I wanted to balance out the complaining with something that was positive about, that's literally why the podcast was Finding called yes, positive. no, yes. It's not was because it, I is. Something positive, great. Something negative, great. And then something like, oh, I'm undecided about that. That was the format. I and I made that the format because, again, game design, mechanism design, if I design the format to so reward follow along. so no if i re- if i re- if the format rewards positivity and negativity equally it means that every time someone hears me complaining about something i can also they also I, hear they've, you they've just heard me being really enthusiastic about something so that is the podcast you that was the format is
1: you being enthusiastic about no it? No, no but uh, sometimes
0: positively enthusiastic yes but like then i know you, that you I want could...
1: stuff to be better
0: but here's the thing with No Man's Sky, I was, as I was playing it, I was like, this could be the most amazing video about, I can make a, I can make an amazing 20 minute video about all the user interface issues with No Man's Sky and every, on all the issues that I had along the way to actually starting the game. And I mentioned in the, in the, in the forum that I chat and, oh, it makes me feel like that. And people are like, oh no, loads of people have done that already. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. And that's the thing with, with computer games, everyone's done that already yeah. with science fiction, book review, podcast, like style stuff. I'm often the the person, like, I mean, I'm not the only person book, doing book reviews, but I'm the I'm the one that's like, this is this book. Yeah. It is a one-star book, and, let me tell you the ways. I, this is a five-star book. This is a five-star for reason. And this is, and reason, this is and something, this is
1: that, that, to be honest, that took me a while to to well. to be okay with because I'm totally like, oh, my God, what if this person listens to this and then they're going to hate <laughs> me and whatever. No, but it's you balanced. Are, it's all you're balanced. You're a person that has strong opinions and feelings towards something and you stand behind them. This is um, super impressive to me. I couldn't, like, it, it's really hard for me to no, say... No, my oh, mind can be changed. Like,
0: oh, my mind can be changed. It's I, no problem. I
1: didn't particularly enjoy that.
0: Yeah, but I, I think would never say,
1: Ah, oh, this is just bad. I hate it.
0: Oh, I do not I, I, No, the thing is, if, if something is bad and I hate it, like, I don't talk about it. But if it's bad in an interesting way, like No Man's Sky, like, that kind of thing. And, and
1: you want to make my it... Friend like, is, you, my you friend is having a water
0: fight and I'm building a sandcastle. They're, like, two things which naturally happen on a beach. But if you have two children, if you have two kids on the beach, yeah. what do you do? You say, oh, no we're having a water fight now, let's go and play, let's pick up the, the buckets and spray to the water. let's
1: build the water, the, the It's sandcastle literally together.
0: something that happens on the beach where you say, no, don't tread on the sandcastle, don't throw water on the sandcastle. Yes. We're doing, we're do, it's like intricate, it like takes care. Yeah, yeah. And that's And that is, that is so well known from the real world. It's sort of like, how did they fuck it up so badly in the game? And you know how they did it? because it started as a single player game and, and it, then it
1: got a, a and team, everyone and yeah.
0: everyone went through the sandcastle stuff and then they're like "Now it's a multiplayer game come join your friends and you're like no my friends are turning up and they're playing water gun fights and I and I haven't <laughs> built my sandcastle <laughs> yet yeah. and then are sort of like ah you yeah. can't just make a single player game multiplayer without without changing some rules no without learning all the lessons of parenting where two yeah. kids are doing two different things <laughs> at the same time like you've got to go to bed at 8 o'clock and you've got to go to bed at 10 yeah, o'clock and 8 o'clock's going
1: what the fuck this is I need to be with, staying up and yeah, what happens with, with siblings
0: yeah but in PUBG they're just like bedtime fuck there's no bedtime yeah. <laughs> Like you're going to play for 30 minutes and then even if you win the game ends and then everyone starts to be okay. let's like, right let's like, stop let's 20 stop. minutes let's stop. ago yeah, we said we yeah, stopped we're this. stopping talking about this
1: is there an end to this? How are we going to... Uh, well, yeah, end? I was going
0: to say, normally, I, was, I just looked at it and I was like, what do I do now? Normally, like, I have no so, notes. It okay, is all of the top What's the
1: book you currently... Uh,
0: no, I, I'm rating this, but the thing is, oh, these rating. kind of things I don't rate. Let it's, me just check. No, really... no, no, I, I, it's not something it's I can rate. It's a special rate. episode. It's a special episode. I, In fact, you know, one of my big regrets, we were talking about this the other day, is when I, we rated Saga, a comic book, five stars, because we really enjoyed that first ep- those first two things. Yeah. And it's not five stars. It wasn't a unit of entertainment. No. Oh. It wasn't a book... It wasn't a novel style, unified unifi- entertainment. I
1: don't want to talk about saga now. We want to no, find no. an end to this now.
0: But that's why artificial conditions. You know, it's a novella. We didn't rate it. Um, uh, what else is here? We'll oh, yeah, just take movies. Out the we rating. didn't thing. Yeah, I, I should probably do that. We can
1: we can put an edit into the thing. Just edit the podcast. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about this now. We're talking about finishing this podcast. So there's no the book, no rating. The
0: book that I want to review next. Yeah. I can't. What? Cuz somebody hasn't finished A Deepness in the Sky by uh-huh. Rena uh-huh.
1: I'm sorry. So once
0: you finishes that, we'll we'll talk about that.
1: Uh, uh, don't worry I... about
0: it. There's no hurry. The, uh, currently the book I'm reading is called A Memory of Empire. Okay. Uh, no, a memory so I... called Empire. Don't remember the don't remember the author. I'd have to look it up on Goodreads. Right. Something Arcady something. Listening? Um I am listening to that as an audiobook and someone said it's it's the book and maybe I mentioned this on last podcast but someone said it's the book which i wanted and like provenance to be in other words courtly drama someone's an ambassador turns Uh up needs to learn how the world works also some brain implant stuff which is you know like the current fashion in science fiction um and it's great, although it's terrible to fall asleep to because there's so, so, so many subtle things in it. So I'm like, oh, fuck. oh this is another thing. This, one of the reasons why, <laughs> no, this is actually it ties back to this podcast we we're talking about. I realized that when I'm listening to podcasts, I can do it while I'm juggling or while I'm washing up or while I'm doing this other kind of thing. Yeah. The reason why I wanted to review this here was because the way that I was listening to the podcast was like a novel, like, like, or like an audio book. Like yeah. I have to put aside, put aside time to sit down and listen to it because I have to be concentrating on all the story beats and all the character moments and all the dialogue and everything that happened. It was like book listening. Yeah. Whereas it wasn't podcast listening. Yeah.
1: There's a you know different I mean. style. there was a
0: different style of listening. Yeah. Okay. And i'm just saying a memory called empire is very very book listening because like because it's all about courtly intrigue and so you always
1: have to like really pay attention yeah, to all the little details it's
0: one of those things that the drama comes sort of like did you say something wrong in that conversation because if you did you might have made an, F- an enemy and they're going to kill you oh, in eight oh, chapters no, or they're going to no. try and kill you in eight chapters it's those kind of this those kind of conversations and like oh palace intrigue and it's and i'm enjoying it it's just that okay. it's it's i it's a bit slow going because i've got to really be concentrating on it like when yeah. i drove when i was driving yesterday i could listen to it yeah but but when i'm when i'm juggling yesterday no no, no, I, no can't, I, I can't i can't do it i'm concentrating on yeah. too much on other things i'll listen to uh i'll listen to movie reviews or two guys chatting podcasts but not storytelling yeah. all right so yeah that's it you can follow me on twitter i'm at luke burge you can follow me on goodreads.com i'm guess i'm luke burge there on letterboxd if you want to see oh well, that's what i want to do today is review some movies on letterboxd duh, duh. um letterboxd i think it's just letterboxd yeah um and uh yeah that's it yeah Y- Juliana too Instagram I'm posting juggling videos on Instagram, Another and Juliana step. is juggling on Instagram too. Yeah. that's it. okay. I keep saying that's it, but yeah. I keep thinking what's it. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Oh no.